Hello, and welcome back to the Unending TBR podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and I am really looking forward to today's topic. So let's talk about the books. So today I would like to talk about single fathers in Christian fiction. And I got this idea for the podcast like late in the night and I had a headache and then all of a sudden I started writing down some of my favorite fictional fathers in Christian fiction books and it just one led to another. I had no idea how many I actually have read and some of these are some of my absolute favorite and I love to talk about why because let's face it when there is a main character especially a hero that is caring for a kid that's incredibly attractive there is something scientific behind why that is such a popular a popular theme and I'd love to talk about some of my favorites. Okay, so the first character I want to talk about is Gideon Westcott from Head in the Clouds by Karen Whitmire. This was my first Karen Whitmire book, and I totally fell in love with her writing style. How it has a little bit of adventure, that really sweet romantic element, and how she incorporated a single dad in that first story. Just totally, she had me hooked. Um, I believe probably one of the reasons I like Gideon Westcott so much is how caring he was for Isabella, the young girl put in his care. So I guess he's more than a father figure. She wasn't actually his child. But I think that that made it even more, more, more tender because he was just willing to go out and care for a child that needed his shelter, that needed his protection. And I love how he was so protective and sensitive to her needs that she had trauma that she had lived through. And he was all about doing whatever he needed to do to give her the best, the best chance at a really good life. And I just feel like that is one reason that he is definitely one of my favorites. Now I would like to talk about Brady Collins. So he is one of my favorite Denise Hunter heroes. He was just such a great hero. I I mean, it's a toss-up between him and Daniel from Dancing with Fireflies. He was so hardworking to care for his son. And it was just really, I really loved seeing the amount that he would go, I think it really comes down to this angle of sacrificial selfless love because he learned shortly into the book that you learn the child is not even his. He had raised this little child to be his like he was. He loved him like he was, but he discovered that his late wife was unfaithful to him. Yet still, he remains faithful to caring for this child and fights for the custody of of the child in the middle of battling that 
betrayal. And I just really thought that that made him stand out as a character because of his integrity and his commitment to being a father figure. To me, that was just something that really, really stood out. And of course, it kind of ties... Another reason that it's one of my favorites is because it ties into a modern marriage of convenience story with hope. And it was just really, I love books that kind of follow in the after I do couples working through problems and through issues in the middle of there's a child. I, I just thought that that was a great story. And I loved how you see Brady, who was very wounded. He still is sensitive. He still grows through his own insecurities. And just seeing his story character arc was really beautiful to watch. And I just realized that I did not say what book Brady Collins was from. I'm talking about Honeysuckle Dreams by Denise Hunter. Now I keep on saying this is my favorite, that's my favorite, but these really are all of my favorites. Um, and one of my absolute favorite Mary Keneally heroes is Grant from Gingham Mountain. This character is he may be even one of my favorite heroes for Mary Keneally. I loved his character so much because of his heart for the this ragtag band of orphans and his heart for orphans and children in need. Oh my goodness, so amazing. And I think it was his love and protectiveness of or the orphans. It completely stole my heart. I mean, I I absolutely adore it when a character is all about caring for or protecting or standing up for the rights of for the rights and just for the the life of care of children who are in need. I think that there's that's a great angle to a story and it's something that really touched all the feelings. Um, and his clash with Hannah, oh, to me, I liken this book to, I call it the parent trap, Mary Keneally style, full with outlaws included and everything. And I think I just love that part of it too, because it adds a little bit of a mystery angle as well to the story. And you just see Grant all throughout the book. He is all about doing what's best for these charges that are under them and giving literally almost the shirt off of his back. So that way he can provide these kids with a home, with a safe place, something that he was given and he wants to give others. So it may kind of sound weird, but in many ways, he's actually a character that really reminds me of my mom and her love for caring for ch children in need, no matter what they look like or where they come from. To me, I really saw that reflected in Grant. And it's one of the few books that I actually got my mom to read in the Christian fiction market because it was like, look, this character reminds me of you. And she was laughing in the story and everything because she's like, oh, it's, it's so relatable. And just that heart for children is really what has won my heart with Grant. Another really interesting father figure 
a single father figure in Christian fiction I found has been Patrick Bowers from the Bowers Files by Stephen James. Um, I'm at, I just finished book five, like a month or two ago. And one thing that I actually really like about that story is the dynamic of Pat and Tessa. Now, Patrick is a widower and he married a woman with a teenage daughter. And so you get to see, and then she dies tragically dies and Patrick is having to find his footing being a single father figure to a teenage girl as she's going through grief and that's just a really I find it a really um it's a really interesting scenario to have in there because you see that relationship slowly building changing and arcing over the course of the series and it's just, I think it's really cool because in the middle of these complex, complex mysteries and, and thrillers and hunt for serial killers and everything, it's sometimes a little bit gory too, just to throw that out there. It's one of the more violent Christian thrillers that I've read, but that I think lends a realistic air to it. I mean, it's kind of, to me, on par with like criminal minds, if that helps. Um, but in the middle of all that, there's this relationship that grows between Pat and Tessa. And the banter is my favorite part because Pat has this feeling like he's always right and everything, but Tessa's a really smart, ahead of her time, almost kind of cookie in some aspects. And so she gives him right back when he needs to be brought back a little bit. And it's just funny that interplay between them. And he's trying to figure out how to parent a teenager, not knowing when to be protective or when he's too overprotective. And it's just him trying to find his footing is really sweet to see. And it's something to see how their relationship is slowly growing and changing and Struggles are arising in their family dynamic between them over the course of the series and how they're coming through that and growing through that. And I feel like that's one of the best parent to a teenager relationship that I have kind of seen. At least it's the most interesting to me. And um, so, yeah, I, I love their story arc. I love how Tessa gives right back and her smart and sarcastic and sometimes she can be a bit of a brat and put Pat on the spot in some of his relationships and it's just funny to see her doing that and I really I really really like her character I love it there's this one part where Pat has this really thing he's a real coffee connoisseur like he's a real coffee not just connoisseur he's a coffee snob and his one of his things is is how he can taste coffee and know like where the bean comes from he tastes coffee like some people I guess taste wine and can decipher where it originated from and so Tessa's thing is oftentimes bugging him about coffee she'll order Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes with coffee shots and she'll tease him about it she'll try and change up his coffee supply in the morning or make him a cup of cup of coffee and she'll spike it with different spices to throw him off and just like 
it's just funny to watch. I love the I love that banter. That banter of their relationship to me is the perfect break that that really serious series needed. And I love that about that. I was realizing as I wrote a lot of these down, a lot of these single father figures are actually oftentimes uncles and taking care of their nieces. Like that seems to be a a very common theme. And another one that's one of my favorite is Ian Shaw by Susan May Warren from her Montana Rescue series. So it's really interesting how this series, I believe, was kind of her beginning in in having one long continuous storyline throughout a series of books. At least it is to my knowledge. Um, So the setup is Ian Shaw is taking care of his niece and she mysteriously disappears one night. And the novella that begins a series, um, I believe it's If I Ever Would Leave You. I think that's the name of it. Um, That's the setup to what happens the night Espy goes Miss Espy. I think her name's Espy. I think that's how you say it. Espy, the night Espy goes missing. And then over the full length novels, the rest of the series, you see, you get little sections of another clue in the mystery of what happens to her. Is she even alive? And I feel like because he was a father figure to her, you really see his commitment and his determined pursuit to find out what happened to her and how he's just relentless about it. And it's something that's a really interesting feature I find in a character is how he was so determined to find out what happened to her. It's almost to his detriment. It's almost he will go to such extremes, even push people away who have been trying to help him because he's so focused on finding her. And I find that that was a really, that was a really amazing trait I feel in his character is because he never gave up. And to me, that's all about that loyalty, that extreme devotion that was really a really interesting feature of that series. And that's why it's one of my favorite. So I probably can't talk on the subject of single fathers in Christian fiction without mentioning Jeremy from Love and Other Mistakes. This was a really neat, fun rom-com angle to this single father theme and trope. And I find with this one, it was more about, it was really Jeremy's coming home story. And coming home with a baby in tow, that was kind of, that really made this story unique. And it was fun because it had that humor dealing with Jeremy's serious issues that he had to come home and he had to face what he left in his past with the responsibility of his little baby. And, and then he's also thrown his niece, here we come again with the niece, right? he gets, he has to take care of his niece as well on top of that in with a lot of family drama and just seeing his story and seeing him grow through that and, and find the places that he needed to make amends and fix was really, it was a really interesting part of the story. And I did like that.
So there's another Patrick that I want to talk about, and that is the Patrick from Love Unexpected, the first full-length novel in the Jodi Headland um, Beacons of Hope series. And this was a historical combo of a single father and a marriage of convenience angle. And I really loved this one because there was a little bit of mystery that's uh, that kind of drove the story about the relationship with his late late wife and and that kind of angle played out what was really going on in their relationship and he has to battle some of the prejudices and and a lot of hard work and the struggles that he's going through trying to keep this lighthouse working and it just seems like the odds are stacked against them and to really see his persistence and how he's always looking out for this precious little child in his life I mean Again, it really comes down to that selfless love that I really like to see in the characters. And Patrick is definitely one who's always putting others above himself, who's always thinking, okay, what is best for this other one? It's not about me anymore. It's about taking care of those who depend on me. And I really love that in the story. I think that's one, that's my favorite out of, I think that whole series, The Beacons of Hope, was that first full-length novel. Now, I really want to talk about the book that got me started on Ronnie Kendig books was actually the second book in her Discarded Heroes series, which was Digitalis. And there she features Colton Neely, aka Cowboy. And this one was really interesting because it was the perspective of a father, a single father who was a veteran, and he's dealing with PTSD and flashbacks in the middle of being a single dad coming back and not having that, that structure of the military life. And I just, I really was, this was the book that hooked me on her writing. And I really loved his protectiveness of family. You could tell that was really a feature and a quality in him that I found really great, something that really drew me to his character and really how he's afraid of losing control around his daughter, around his family and how much that scares him and how he ha how he comes through that was really amazing. It really, it brought that, Mer um, Ronnie Kendig has that ability to bring out those raw, edgy, realistic elements of real life through fiction and how you're able to explore it, relate to it, and really empathize with people who are going through these um, real-time results of trauma. And I love that raw, real feel that she brings to her character. And I mean, Colton is the character that really had me fall in love with Ronnie Kendig's writing. So, I mean, what can I say? It was pretty awesome. Okay, one book character I absolutely have to talk about is Jet from The Dating Charade by Melissa Ferguson. This book was really not only laugh out loud funny, and I mean, I was laughing for days after reading this book. I would just randomly remember it and burst out laughing. It was so good. And it was a romantic comedy too, but Really, what really grabbed me about this book was 
how you saw a character grow in the role of a single father type caregiver. And what was interesting about Jet was that he was not start, he did not start out as a guy who was totally into taking care of these kids. These three kids were just dumped in his lap and he had to figure out, he had to learn so much. And his learning was both really funny and incredibly touching. I mean, I really liked seeing that play out how um, he, because as he grew in his attachment to the children, you saw the lengths that he was willing to go and what he was willing to give up in the end that made that his character arc really impressive. And I really thought it was because, I mean, in some parts, I know some people have said, oh, well, the romance angle kind of takes a back seat in part of the book. That's kind of true, but I, I think it really worked in this story because that was so much a big part of these individual characters' growth that you really needed to see them grow in that way. And um, just the length that I, I love how his devotion grew to looking after those kids. When you think of him from the beginning of the book, how he was not looking for that instant family. That was not even on his radar. And just, to me, it shows the power of how much a child's dependence on you can really change your life. And really for the better, because I really feel like that's Nothing makes you take into consideration like sacrificial love, selfless love, than to have somebody dependent on you. At least that's what I feel. And that's why he's definitely one of my favorites. Okay, now I want to talk about Charlie Lionheart from Lady in the Lionheart by Joanne Bischoff. I mean, oh, mic drop, right? Like, this is the finale. I mean... I cannot think of a fictional character that truly embodies that selfless, sacrificial love more. I mean, a lot of them do, but that one really stood out to me as really that embodiment of our Heavenly Father's love for us in the way that Charlie Lionheart displayed his love and care for what he was willing to do for Holland and it was just such a beautiful picture. It's one of those books that, I mean, I read it because everybody had been talking about it for years. I finally got around to reading it. And after I read it, it's like, oh, wow, that was a really beautiful story. And it's almost like one of those books that the more I think about it and the later I think about it, you know, this is, it's been months since I've read it. And it just becomes more and more something that I keep on going back and thinking of how beautiful, how amazing of a story that was of sacrificial love. I mean, it's, it's true embodiment of that, of that single father figure being the one to go all out, to be that tender, caring character, that hero. I, I mean, what can I say? It's just, it's Charlie Lionheart. If you have not read that one, highly, highly recommend it. You know, just as I close this out and I just think, and 
these are themes that I really, really value. And just talking it out for you guys has really made me think, you know, these are really amazing stories that people have thought up and brought up to us by these great authors. And it really shows how much we do subconsciously value that sacrificial love, that selfless attitude. And I thank you for listening. And I really hope that you have either that you have either been inspired to read something new or maybe reread an old favorite. I mean, these are definitely just talking about them again wants me to go and reread it all over again because these are just qualities I really love. And I hope you have too. Thank you for joining me today and may your TBR be unending. I'll talk to you later. Bye.